This is your wake up call. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earned it. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother, being a. Right now is the time that Charlemagne would say yo 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 but he is not here yet. It's day two and today is actually turkey leftover day. So from my understanding he had some leftover turkey from Thursday and is feeling a little bit under the weather. So I think he'll be here very shortly. DJ Envy is still on vacation. You know what? I didn't check his Instagram this morning or yesterday to see what was going on. Now today's a big day for me. Today is my First ever live podcast for lip service. So the girls from lip service will be joining us this morning talking crazy, no doubt. All right. Now, lip service is my podcast that I do. If you guys have never had a chance to hear that, I'm looking at where Envy is right now. He is in Bora Bora. So six hours ago, he said goodnight from Bora Bora. Let me see what they have on. All right. He's staying at the Four Seasons. It's actually his daughter Madison's birthday. So Envy will be back, I guess, next week, right? Is that correct? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Charlemagne, I'm sure, is going to be here shortly. Also, today is Giving Tuesday. We'll get more into that on Front Page News. But we'll tell you all about Giving Tuesday. Also, you know we're going to have to talk about Donald Trump this morning and some comments that he made that are absolutely disgusting. Somehow he can't manage to keep his foot out of his mouth. Also, welcome back to our cameraman, Steve from Revolt. He went to Japan. Which I'm sure was exciting. I've actually never been anywhere in Asia, which is very uh, ironic. Uh, but we are going to get the show started. We are going to talk about Donald Trump. We'll talk about Giving Tuesday. And we'll find out what you guys plan to do for Giving Tuesday. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning, Angelie. How are you? Oh, hey. Are you feeling better? I know you had some leftover turkey because it's uh, actually National Turkey Leftover Day today. No, nah, I haven't eaten no leftover turkey. I haven't eaten no leftover turkey this year. <laughs> Period. I got a perfectly good reason for being late this morning. I was at the Jay-Z show quiet. last night. Drop one, <laughs> drop one of Clues Bomb for me, okay? I went, went to an adult contemporary hip-hop concert last <laughs> night, goddammit. Very age-appropriate, okay? You sound like you were screaming in there, too. Oh, you know me. <laughs> Allow me to reintroduce myself, okay? Now, I'm just getting front-page news, Angelique. I thought you were going to do sports. Oh, I don't care about sports. The Cowboys ain't having a winning season. I don't give a damn what's going on Can in you sports. Do your job, I don't know who Mr. played Joe last night. I was, let me see. Monday night football recap. Baltimore Ravens beat the Houston Texans 23-16. Who oh. gives a damn? Okay? Oh, come yes. on. All right. All right. What about the Brooklyn Nets? Anything? No, because Jay-Z was playing in the arena last night. They don't always play at home, you know. I don't know where they played last night. I have no idea. All right. <laughs> well, thank you for those sports, Charlemagne. You're welcome. <laughs> I aim the police. <laughs> now, once again, Donald Trump is in trouble, and that is because he was hosting an event at the White House for Native American cold talkers. They were honoring three Navajo war heroes who helped the U.S. Marine Corps develop a secret code during the Second World War. Sounds great, right? And here's how Donald Trump once again put his foot in his mouth. You're very, very special people. You were here long before any of us were here, although we have a representative in Congress who they say was here a long time ago. They call her Pocahontas. But you know what? I like you. 
because you are special. Can somebody please school me on why Pocahontas is considered a, a negative term to Native Americans? Well, I think that it was just inappropriate for him to make a dig at somebody else like uh, Elizabeth Warren during a time when he's supposed to be honoring these war heroes. Instead, oh. he's taking that opportunity to go at Elizabeth Warren. Now, here's what she had to say. I really couldn't believe it, uh, that there he was at a ceremony to honor Native Americans, men who had really put it all on the line. And President Trump couldn't even make it through a ceremony to honor these men without throwing in a racial slur. Okay, so is it because he insulted Elizabeth Warren in that moment or because Pocahontas is a racial slur? I just want to know why Pocahontas is a racial slur. I guess when people think Native American, you think um, automatically all he could think of was Pocahontas. Like, who else does he even know? I don't know why in particular. Yeah, I just want to know if, if we have any Native American listeners, which I'm sure we do, I would love for you to call up and just tell me why Pocahontas is considered a racial slur. I just want to know. So, And the whole situation with Elizabeth Warren is that um, press secretary from the White House, Sarah Sanders, has says that Elizabeth Warren identified as Native American to advance her career. So that's what the problem is. You know, that's why he's going at her about that and calling her, quote unquote, Pocahontas. I mean, truth be told, when you think Native Americans, Elizabeth Warren is one of the first that come to mind. So I right. don't think that it But it's, it was just career. irrelevant at the moment of them trying to honor these war heroes. Instead, you're trying to worry about getting your digs in. I like Elizabeth Warren because she wants to legalize marijuana. Oh, okay. Yes. Now, Native American lawyer Giassi Ross had this to say. Donald Trump, his, his filthy, nasty, lying, deceitful lips do not deserve to utter Pocahontas's name. And moreover, he certainly doesn't deserve to do it while he's honoring these men who fought and, and were willing to use their heritage, use every single resource that they had to leverage to bring victory to the United States. He certainly doesn't deserve to utter those words at that time. So, uh, I'm so confused. Like, I just want to know why it's a racial slur, but then I want to know why this guy is saying that he doesn't deserve to utter the words. I just thought Pocahontas was a movie, a <laughs> Disney movie. That's all I thought about. I don't know anything about Pocahontas. Okay. All right. Now, let's talk about today being Giving Tuesday. So, you know, we always have uh, Black Friday. That's when everybody goes shopping, right? Right after Thanksgiving. Then it's Cyber Monday. That's when online everyone goes shopping and everybody cashes in on all kinds of sales online. Well, today is Giving Tuesday. Now, Giving Tuesday was started back in 2012 by the 92nd Street Y and the United Nations Foundation. And so, basically what it is, is it has spread to 98 different countries and they've raised $177 million by 2015. So three years after they started, they've raised that amount of money. So Giving Tuesday is basically the time for you to figure out what charity you want to give to, a charity that you trust, and go to their website to donate. So well, you can well, use the hashtag Giving Tuesday. Well, you know, we did the uh, Change for Change Radiothon before mm-hmm. we went on break for Thanksgiving, and that was raising money for the Gathering for Justice Organization, which is uh, founded by Harry Belafonte, and it's a fiscal sponsor for the Women's March and the Justice League NYC and Colin Kaepernick's Know Your Rights Camp. So we're keeping that open, actually. So you can still text change to 52182 or go to com, and you can still donate. I think we're keeping it open through December 1st now. If I'm okay. not mistaken, which is the, when is the first Friday, right? Yeah, so keeping it so open. So perfect. So you can give and use that hashtag Giving Tuesday. Yep. All right, that's your front page news. Yeah, so uh, get it off your chest. 1-800-585-1051. If you want to vent about anything, if you just want to call up and celebrate life, tell us why you're blessed, you can do that too. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hey, it's The Breakfast Club. 
Get it off your chest. Good morning. Hello. Hello, this is Chandler from Columbus, Ohio. How you guys doing? What's up, my brother? What's up this morning? What you want to get off your chest? Uh, you guys can't fool me. DJ Envy used some of that change for change to go on vacation with his pretty wife, his 15 kids. Angie Yee went on a vacation. Charlemagne, you was on the sideline at South Carolina playing catch in a, in a, in a club, drinking drinks I can't pronounce. And you got so drunk out your mind. You don't even remember how to do your job, man. What's up with that, well, man? For, for, me. I was you not did? in the club. I was, I was like, wait a minute. I was drinking at that. the stadium. I had my Remy Martin at the uh, williams Bright Stadium on Saturday, okay? Yeah, yeah, at the special, at the, in the special club at the stadium. Yeah, I, I seen your Instagram. Yeah, salute, to, salute to my homegirl, Kim. Yeah. Kim hooked me up. Yeah, yeah, thanks for the ass shots when you kept, uh, sna- uh, kept uh, Instagram live in the butt, by the way. I but didn't I mean was, to. You got ass shots? No, it's like... Yeah, he, he was he was recording her ass the whole time. No. I wasn't. It, it, I do it with, every time I hit Instagram Live, I always start with the phone down, so I don't even realize it, and then I pick it oh, up. Oh, and it just got on the ass. Uh-huh. Oh, shut up. <laughs> have, a, have a nice day, sir. But you, you, you do raise a good question. A lot of money was raised for change for change, and then Angela and Envy went on some very extravagant vacations. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Walk left. My vacation was not extravagant at all. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. <laughs> good morning. Get it off your chest. All right. Yeah. So I called in a couple months ago. I told you I was gonna go to Paris with my girlfriend at the time and proposed and I did that so now we back um proposed to her yup her name is before I want to shout her out before I love you we gonna get married in like six months what's her name thanks y'all Ifua E-F-U-A E-F-U-A Ifua yeah Ifua she's from Ghana yeah I'm about to say what tribe is she from Charlamagne's <laughs> West African. I am West African. 96% West African, yeah. according to 23andMe.com, okay? No, nah, I don't believe that. What you mean you don't believe that? <laughs> Who's blacker than me? <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah, you and your girlfriend Ebola have a blessed blessed wedding, okay? Ifua, congratulations. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. 1-800-585-1051. If you want to get something off your chest, man, if you just want to celebrate life, call us. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Get it off your chest. Good morning. Good morning. All right, all right. I'm blessed, but I'm mad at the same time. Okay, I know that feeling. The thing is, okay, I was dating, can I say their name? Yes, that's up to you. Okay, I was dating Shamika. Hey, Shamika. I was, I was dating her for six months. Who's Shamika? The current girl that I was dating. Okay, is it somebody we should but, know? Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, over the weekend, I have to meet her favorite cousin, which is Amber. Me and Amber dated back when we were teenagers for two and a half years. Okay. Why are you talking to us like we know these people? But continue. Did she know you dated Amber? No, we just finding out that they're cousins. We just met. Like, she moved out of town, like, years ago. So when she found out... Me and her favorite cousin used to date. She broke it off with me last night. Oh, uh, okay. So you single now? Yeah, but I really liked her, you know? You really like too, Samika? Shamika. Amber. Amp, man, bye. Uh, I know I'm, you like Shamika. I'm confused. Sir. I like Shamika, but I'm saying, me and Shamika, we had history. What do you want this morning, sir? What are you trying to say that you miss Amber? He's blessed Amber? and he's also stressed. Huh? Right. Have a blessed day, uh, sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I ain't got time for this confusion. I just need him to talk faster. Good morning. Get it off your chest. <laughs> Good morning, how are y'all? Hey, baby. What's happening? 
Shore fans, it is true. Jersey Shore is coming back in 2018. Now, they did announce the original cast members will be there as well, including Dina, Paulie D, Jay Wow, Vinny G, Ronnie, Snooky. The situation, all of them will be reuniting. No, Sammy? Uh, no, Sammy's not coming back for Jersey Shore family vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I work at MTV, but this is such a trash idea. Okay, if they were relaunching Jersey Shore, the franchise with a bunch of crazy young kids from the shore now, I would understand. But you bring it back the original cast for a whole series, like, stop trying to reheat cold french fries. Now, the original show ran for six seasons from 2009 to 2012. So now they are back. So Listen, man, MTV, I saw it was trending all yesterday. MTV is like Phil Jackson trying to make the triangle offense work in 2017. Yes, you may have won some championships in the early 2000s running that offense, but the league is different now, baby. All right, now Tyrese has been out and about, and he actually oh, has he? Has was he just in Abu Dhabi. Here oh, is Tyrese oh, oh, oh. as he's leaving Abu Dhabi, headed out to Johannesburg. Abu Dhabi, we just want to say thank you to the UAE, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Formula One races. Thank you for hosting us. My wife enjoyed herself. I appreciate everybody. We're on our way to... Johannesburg, South Africa, and Cape Town, and just wanted to give you guys a positive word. 
I've realized through these recent challenges that a setback is just a setup for many more amazing things to come. I posed a great question yesterday. I don't like double standards. If a woman was crying broke two weeks ago on Instagram, and then we saw them all in Dubai, all in Abu Dhabi this week, we'd say that they was over there getting pooped on for that <laughs> Okay. Well, Tyrese responded to all of that, and I'll tell you what he had to say. But first of all, this whole time I'm thinking that his wife is pregnant, right? Because he did announce, he, he went on Facebook and said, powerful women of God, because you guys seem to show up for each other. Oh, this God. is your moment. I've always showed up for you, your events, your moments. I'm simply asking that you show up for my wife so that I can stay married. My wife, who is now pregnant, is the new president of the Love Circle Foundation. Could really use some help. Tyrese is full of caca. I keep telling y'all that. And he's probably covered in caca after that so trip to Dubai, too. This was before. Now, he's saying on social media, let's get this all off the table. A few weeks back while stressed, and of course, as I embarrassingly spoke on this, I was advised to use some psych meds called Rexalti. He said I did and did some really stupid things. He said, my wife is not <sighs> pregnant and never was. Those meds had me on one. I owe no one any money on any level matter of fact. I just took care of both of my lawyers fully, 108000 for my lawyer and almost 20000 for Shayla's lawyer. I could so never really give what I don't either. have. Smart folks do the math. Now, he also wants to make sure that you know there were some talks with the Smiths, and those meds made me jump out there and speak on monies that never came in. Oh, I've already apologized to them privately and publicly for everything. I'm traveling because I can afford to, and I'm not out here hosting parties. He said, I'm out here handling business, long-awaited business. And so he wants to make sure that you know that he paid for this trip himself. He said, he did no not get one, pooped on. I repeat, no one has flown me around. Nobody <laughs> flew me out here to poop on me. I've okay? arranged and made these moves myself. I didn't get dookied on in Dubai. That's what he's trying to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so right. he knows a lot of y'all have jokes, but Tyrese I can't believe that he caca. lied and said his wife was pregnant, though. Please. Ah. Jody lies to us because he cares about our feelings. All right, Timbaland just did an interview with Rolling Stone, and he was talking about being hooked on pills and suffering from depression, which I know you're friends with Timbaland also. That's my guy. Just as you're friends with Tyrese. No. All right. <laughs> now he talks about becoming... <laughs> Absolutely not. ...depressed, overweight, and he said he had... Just basically had all these huge hit songs before and hasn't had a major success since Beyonce's 2013 uh, album. His marriage wasn't doing well. His closest industry friends were very concerned about him. They were checking in Swiss Beats, Pharrell, giving him pep talks. Now he says right now things are going well. He just wrapped up Justin Timberlake's upcoming album. And that album's going to get a massive boost when he does the Super Bowl halftime show in February. He also has a single Prey on Sam Smith's album. He also has collaborations with people like Young Thug, Ty Dolla Sign. He's been working with Jay-Z, with Wiz, Chris Martin, Zach Brown. A lot of things. But I guess at a certain point in time, he was suffering from depression. Now he's lost 40 pounds and he's still going hard. He said, I was on drugs. I was on Oxycontin. He said he started taking pain medication in his 30s to help with nerve issues he had from a gunshot wound he had as a teenager, but everything kind of spun out of control. His drug intake, intake increased, and that's when his success just kind of declined. He had some issues with his marriage that collapsed, and then he had a cycle of depression and addiction. So he said one day he felt like he almost overdosed. He saw a light. He said, I woke up trying to catch my breath like I was underwater, but through that whole thing, I saw life. I saw where I would be if I don't change and where I could be if I did. So that's the next day he started getting himself off the pills and made a clean break. Don't salute to my guy, Tim Blaine. I'm glad he's out that sunken place. Listen, painkillers are easy to get hooked on, okay? I got into a car accident back in the day, and I was on painkillers for a good three, four months, okay? I was renewing them prescriptions for no reason. Uh, All right? All right. <laughs> they are great. 
Well, don't, let, don't let nobody tell you different. They're not well, good for you, but they are good. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Yes, yeah, so you got front page news coming up next, right, Yee? Uh, yes, today's Giving Tuesday, so we'll give you some information on what you should be doing for it today. Hashtag Giving Tuesday. Yes, it's The Breakfast Club. Hey, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is still on vacation uh, for the next week. Not mad at that at all. Not right, it's Maddie's 16th birthday. That's his daughter, for those of us, for those who don't know who the hell Maddie is. That's mm-hmm. his daughter, his oldest, I think. Yeah, she's the oldest. Okay. Okay. All right, now you got front page news, Yee? Yes, today is Giving Tuesday, so when you see that hashtag Giving Tuesday, consumers are now being asked to open their wallets to give to your favorite charities. Now, this all follows Black Friday, which everybody knows is the day after Thanksgiving when everybody goes into the stores and goes shopping. Then yesterday was Cyber Monday when everybody went online and got all kinds of deals online. Now it's Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday started back in 2012. It was started by the 92nd Street Y and the UN Foundation, and now it has spread to 98 countries and so far raised um, almost $200 million. So if you can... You know, we have our own Change for Change that we've been doing that's open until December 1st, right? Yes, you can text 52182 or go to bcchange You know we did our radiothon. We was on the F 18 hours. We raised over 700 grand in 18 hours for the Gathering for Justice Movement, which is a nonprofit founded by Harry Belafonte and their fiscal sponsors for the Women's March in the Justice League NYC and Colin Kaepernick's Know Your Rights Camp. So that will be open until December 1st if you still want to go donate a little change for change. Okay? Right, and anybody who has a favorite organization that they donate to today, is a great day to participate after you done spent all your money on your family members, yourself, your friends. Now is a great time to give. Yes, indeed. All right, now let's discuss Donald Trump. He was supposed to be honoring uh, just terrible situations, some uh, three Navajo war heroes. And this is what he had to say as he was honoring them. He had the need to take some shots at Elizabeth Warren. You're very, very special people. You were here long before any of us were here. Although we have a representative in Congress who they say was here a long time ago. They call her Pocahontas. But you know what? I like you because you are special. I still haven't figured out why Pocahontas is a, considered a racial slur. A well, couple people tweeted me, but it was based off like they said she was a a, a child and she got Well, they're raped? saying it, the actual person in real life, she would have been a child when she met John Smith. So it borders on child pornography. Also, another thing is that there's is this myth that they perpetuate that she decided to leave behind her Native American heritage to go and join colonialism and join the white man who came and killed everybody off just to kind of make it seem like it was a romanticized thing that happened in the Disney movie. Mm. So basically, Christianity is better than her religion. Mm. and what she was doing, okay? So they're saying that was like a tool of colonialism. Now, Elizabeth Warren did respond to Donald Trump's remarks. Here's what she said. I really couldn't believe it, uh, that there he was at a ceremony to honor Native Americans, men who had really put it all on the line. And President Trump couldn't even make it through a ceremony to honor these men without throwing in a racial slur. I'm going to be honest with you. It still surprises me that y'all are surprised. At anything that, that he that does. Donald, anything that Donald Trump says. Like How ridiculous. do y'all continue to let Donald Trump offend you at this point? And the other thing is that the way that he said it, he was trying to belittle. It wasn't like he was trying to pay homage or give a compliment to it, 
the figure of Pocahontas. He was trying to belittle Pocahontas yeah. and Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, but it just bugs me out how the media continues to make the same mistakes that probably got Donald Trump elected. Anything he says that's out of order, anything he tweets that's out of order, where does it end up? Front page news. Look, front page of the Daily News this morning. Who's on there? Trump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, God dang, you keep making the same shame. mistakes over and over and well, over. Well, he's not going to get the cover of Time, but he will be on the cover of the Daily News. <laughs> I, guess it, I guess ignoring a problem doesn't make it go no, away, it but doesn't. come on, you can't it's continue the to president give, of the United States, you can't ignore it. But you can't continue to give him energy every time he says something offensive. I He's an offensive person. Keep your foot on his neck every time he does something. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News. And I can't believe you didn't acknowledge that today is Make Your Own Head Day. I don't know what that is, but that sounds incredible. Make Your Own Head Day? Yes, what does that even mean? Sounds like self-love. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> I'm not, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. I was thinking, like, yo, does the day mean go get your ribs removed and go have a little fun for yourself? They call that, well, I'm not going to tell you what they call it. It's Giving Tuesday, and it's Make Your Own Head Day. Make Your Own Head Day? I never heard of I'd that. I never heard that either. Let me look this up. Oh, okay. Well, um, you know, we was I gone. got distracted. We was on vacation all last week. So it's a lot of things that we didn't get to talk about, a lot of things that we didn't get to discuss, but I would like to discuss now. Did you see the video of uh, Malia Obama smoking? Yeah. And did you see people all up in arms over Malia I Obama I really didn't sp- understand smoking? what the big deal was. She's a, you know. And she like a freshman in college, a yeah. sophomore in college or something like that? Really smart young lady, and she's doing what a lot of smart young college kids do. But we don't even know what she was smoking. That could have been hookah for all we know. It could be. It could have been. And even if it wasn't, I mean... I, I, I just don't understand why people were, like, so taken why aback. Why am I in her business? Is it because Barack and Michelle have uh, given us the picture of, of perfection, so they just want to stain them in some way, shape, or form? Because they couldn't find anything on the parents. So being that they couldn't find anything on the parents, they see the kid, you know, enjoying a little schmelky smoke. They want to attack her. Right. She you think that's been. what it could have been? Yeah, I think that anything that any opportunity they have to try to make her parents look bad, like they were bad parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, because they, 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 you, you may be perfect people, but you're bad parents. That's what they're trying to say. The things I did when I was her age, my parents would have been terrible if they were judged based off of what I did. Mm. Well, let's, <laughs> let, let's discuss one eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. How do y'all feel about uh, Malia Obama? smoking whatever it was she was smoking. I don't know if it was weed or if it was hookah or if it was just cold out. And was she, she like kissing her boyfriend too and they made that a big deal? You can't kiss your boyfriend in like, 2017? Come on. All right. Huh? <laughs> if Barack didn't kiss, if Michelle didn't kiss her boyfriend back in the day, <laughs> then Malia then wouldn't be here. Like, what are, we ta- what, are we, what are we talking about here, people? Really? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Let me hear that back. That was Kanye West Gold Digger. Right here on the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee. I guess we got to keep telling y'all that DJ Envy is on vacation. Yes, he is. All week long. Mm-hmm. But this morning we're discussing Malia Obama because we wasn't here last week. And we saw that this was a big issue uh, last week for whatever reason. Malia Obama got caught on video kissing her boyfriend. Also smoking a little smoky smoke, whatever it was. We don't know if it was marijuana. We don't know if it was a hookah. I, I don't know what it was. All I know is that she's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. She's a freshman at Harvard, I believe. Is she a freshman at Harvard? Freshman, sophomore? Yeah, because I think she took a year, right? Didn't she take a year she before she went year off. to school? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see why this is an issue. Isn't I, I didn't go to college, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I, I, I would assume that... This is what a lot of college kids do. They they have... I can guarantee you this is what a lot of college kids yeah, do. Yeah, they have the significant kids. others that they kiss. You know, they they, they, they they may partake in a little smoke, uh, a little drink, but she didn't look like she was hurting like, anybody. Like, why can't she be at school on campus just minding her business, doing her thing without ending up in the blog? She's 
Well, because she's Barack, she's Barack and Michelle's daughter. And Barack mm-hmm. and Michelle have been the picture of perfection. Uh, the media couldn't get anything on either one of them. They have a flawless record when it comes to morals, when it comes to character. So I guess they're trying to stain their record by pointing a negative finger at their daughter, making it seem like their daughter is doing something she ain't got no business now, even Chelsea Clinton defended her. She said, Malia Obama's private life as a young woman, a college student, a private citizen should not be your clickbait. Be better. Ivanka Trump even said Malia Obama should be allowed the same privacy as her school-age peers. She is a young adult and a private citizen and should be off-limits. By the way, and um, all those other privileged kids who go to Harvard, uh, their parents would be appalled if they saw what their children were doing right. at Harvard as well. I'm sure they're doing the same things Malia was doing. The only thing that offends me about this whole video is that lame-ass dude she was kissing. Malia, uh-huh. you can do way better than that lame-ass <laughs> schmuck face. <laughs> guy that you was kissing well, she's on that Harvard, video. You know, that's who she's attracted to. Well, I don't want, you know, I think she needs to just relax a little bit, pump her brakes on that, you know what I mean, and just wait and see what other guys are on campus. Oh, don't hate on her. I'm not hating on her, I'm hating on him. All her right? choice, her choice. Exactly, come on. You, that, that's the only poor choice I saw made in the video. It wasn't <laughs> the smoke, it was who she was choosing to kiss, okay? Because he I, looked lame as hell. Stop judging these 19-year-old boys. I'm sure somebody on home, <laughs> listen, Malia, I'm sure it's somebody on Harvard who wear Timberlands, okay? Go find you a man on that campus who got some Timberlands and make sure they're not tied up because if they're tied up to the top, he's a potential serial killer, okay? All right, well, let's see what you think. Good morning. Who's this? Oh, my name is Iris. Iris, what did you think about Malia Obama smoking and sh- and uh, kissing? I think Malia Obama is doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing. She is in college and what better place or time for her to make her mistakes while she's in college. That's you know, a fact. I support that. Absolutely. This is what she, we all did it, and she needs to do it. Because if she don't do it now, there's no room for her to do it later in life. Yes, but she should be messing up every day. Mess up every day. Not not, not messing up, but listen, <laughs> I do agree that every woman should go through that whole phase in college. Wait, now, come on, now we're saying whole phase? We don't even, she's kissing a guy. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that's part of making the mistakes. Like, you go through your whole phase in college. That's a perfect place to go through it. I'm not saying that Malia Obama was doing that, oh. but that goes under the mistake category with women. Go, go through your whole phase in college. All Right. <laughs> you look stupid being a hoe with a bachelor's degree. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, good morning. My name is Errol Ricketts from Long Island, Straight Safe Studios. So now, uh, do you think Malia Obama should be held to a higher standard because she is Barack and Michelle Obama's daughter? Yes, that's exactly what I think. That was my comment. You know, she shouldn't be able to, you know, be getting caught out there like that. You know, she came from a person that's from Long Island and, you know, hanging around a lot of white people. You know what you got to do. You know, they just out there just, you know, to get something on you. You know you got to be better and smarter than that. Even if she wants to smoke weed, do it in the cut, but don't let them catch you. Because you don't know Well, now, it doesn't look like she knew anybody was, you know, taking pictures of her. It's like video. So why can the white kids there smoke and drink all they want, but she can't? Exactly. That's all I'm trying to say, Charlamagne. You know? What? What are you trying to say? I'm saying that she should do it. I don't understand. What I'm trying to say is that if she is an Obama... So that she knows the, all the pressures that comes with being an Obama. Why even let these people even catch you? Why get? Why, why just? Why not just do it on the low? Let you know, ask, you've been. Let me ask. Let me ask a simple question. How old do you got to be to buy cigarettes? You got to be eighteen. All years right, Malia Obama's like nineteen years old. I don't know what she was smoking, but it could have been cigarettes. Could have been hookah. So it was probably legal for her to do. She kissed a boy in the mouth. Is it a crime to kiss a lame guy? It's it should be, but it's not. All right, but still. You shouldn't be doing anything that even looks like anything that's known. Oh, God, y'all. Y'all so scared of the white man. She can't live her life? She can't. She can't. She can't have, like, powder or stuff on the table or 
smoke on the table. No, she got to do it on the low. Now, she ain't had no cocaine. Now, stop. Now, why are you putting cocaine in? Oh, my God. You might need her in the future. You might need her in the future. Have a blessed day, sir. Not sitting there and arguing with y'all. Y'all care so much about what white people think. 1-800-585-1051. Call up and tell us what you think about Malia Obama kissing that lame-ass dude. Call us and tell us what you think about Malia Obama smoking. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Uh, that was Cardi B with Bodak Yellow. I guarantee you, Cardi B don't give a damn about getting caught smoking anywhere. I'm pretty sure she doesn't. Or uh, getting, kissing. <laughs> getting caught kissing offset any goddamn place. All right? And we're talking about Malia Obama. That's what happened to her. She got caught smoking. I guess she was on campus. Was she on campus at Harvard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was on campus at Harvard. She's a freshman or sophomore there. She's she 19 w- years old. She was kissing another 19-year-old boy. Yeah. And she was smoking something. We don't know what, what it was that she was smoking, but, you know, she, she was smoking. So she's a freshman. Yeah, we don't and know. And let's what's- be clear. She was on her best behavior the whole entire time that her father was in office, representing very well. Now he's not in office anymore. Now I can be a regular person. She's still on her best behavior now. And it's probably because she smokes and she's mellowed and she's relaxed, okay? All I'm saying is that there's nothing wrong with a 19-year-old freshman having a little smoky smoke on campus and kissing a lame-ass dude. That's the only thing that she's guilty of in this video, a poor choice of person to kiss. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. Hey. <laughs> How are you? What's your name, boo? My name is Jerrica. I don't care. Open it. I don't care. Hey, Jerrica. My what name you, is Jerrica. What do you think of Malia Obama? Smoking and kissing on campus. So, I mean, they worried about that on campus. But are they worried about the fraternities that's out here killing these kids? That's on the news every other day. I don't see nobody jumping, speaking about that. It's fraternities out here killing kids? What about hazing? Oh. The hazing. The hazing that's going on. They out here, and I mean, you, you hear that more than you do kids smoking in college. They're doing it. The only reason why is because it's Obama's daughter, and they want to try to make them look bad, like y'all said. If I was judged off of my kids, off of my mom or... My kids, I'd be hopeful because my kids bad as hell. That is true. <laughs> a lot of us, a lot of us out there, if we had to be judged off what our parents did, we'd be crackheads. It's, it's straight up because I know my mama was no offense with my mama. I'm just saying. <laughs> Word. Have a good day, baby. Hello. Hey, this Charlemagne. Yes, ma'am. What's up, boy? What's your name? My name is Cece. I'm calling from St. Louis. Talk to me, Cece. What do you think about Malia Obama smoking and kissing? Well, I think, first of all, she's young. She's a vibrant woman. She's finding herself. And I don't think people should be so judgmental. First of all, everybody was kids at one time. And I believe when we were in college, we smoked, you know what I'm saying, pot and whatever. And there was probably horrible things that we've done, you know what I'm saying, when we were younger. So I think they just need to kind of ease up off of her a little bit. They just reaching. And I think they need to just let her live her life. You know, she's not doing anything illegal. She's not doing anything, you know, obstructive or anything. And I feel like she's still a good role model for young women, you know, thriving in 2017. So they just need to ease up off of her. Yeah, it's, it's, it's simply because Barack Obama and Michelle are her parents and they give off the picture of perfection. And they also, people have yeah, an agenda and, and trying like, to make them look bad. Yeah, they couldn't get nothing on Michelle and Barack to make them look bad, so they want to try to use the daughter. By the way, Barack has admitted to smoking in his in book. In his book, yeah. The right, and I don't feel so. like there's anything wrong with that. Like, I don't feel like people, I think people take, smoking marijuana to like a whole nother level like oh it's crack or heroin or something like no we relax as people and actually keep a lot of people safe and keep lives on tax so you know people overly reach you know for stuff and it's like they need to ease up off of them because Barack Obama you know that's that's my dude he's solid and you don't you don't have to justify why you smoke boo Okay. okay. <laughs> do, you, do you, boo? <laughs> Have a good morning, baby. You too, honey. All right. So the moral of the story is, man, just let the kids be kids. 
Jesus Christ, she ain't harming nobody. She's 19 years old, freshman in college, getting a little smoky smoke. Only thing I want Malia Obama to do, if she's listening or if she hears this later, make a better decision when it comes to who you choose to kiss. That dude you kissed was oh lame gosh. as hell. Don't you worry okay? about who, who would you have kissed? Find somebody on campus who's wearing <laughs> Timberlands, Malia. All right, I'm sure it's a guy there who's got some Timberlands. Make sure that his Timberlands are not tied, because if they're tied, that means he's a potential serial killer. All right? All right, Okay. Then. Angela, you got rumor report coming up next? Yes, let's talk about Ray J and his big announcement. Also, we'll tell you what Fergie has going on. She's going to be hosting a new show. Yes. Uh, this protein shake I'm drinking is so amazing this morning. It's the Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is on vacation. That's French Montana Unforgettable. Don't ever get it twisted. French Montana Unforgettable is adult contemporary hip-hop, okay? That is an age-appropriate song for anybody that is uh, 40 and up who enjoys hip-hop still. Okay? I give you a little wine to it oh, every time man. you hear it. Oh, man. That record's going to age well. <laughs> uh, Angela, you got the rumor report coming up? I don't know what you're talking about. So Ray J. The, okay. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations are in order to Ray J and his wife, Princess Love. Now, if you remember, and you watch Love and Hip Hop, you know Ray J's been trying to have a baby mm-hmm. with Princess Love for quite some time now, and he actually got his sperm tested. It was a little low. He also talked about it on The Breakfast Club. You got a baby on the way, too, right, Ray? I'm still trying, man. Mm. My sperm high now, cause I I knew I was low. How you know your sperm was low? Cause I, you know what I'm I saying. Had a like, feeling. <laughs> I've been trying. I was trying. I'm like, well, it gotta be something. So I accepted it. You know what I'm saying. Everybody walk right, right, Jay. We praying for you. So is your sperm count score something you should know? Is it like your credit score? Should we know if it's you high? You have enough? to go get tested. So you go in and they take some of your. Um semen, mm. and then they tested to see how m- much you have. And he actually did a contest. I think it was like him, Safari, I forget, but he had the lowest out I of everybody. I bet you didn't invite uh, Antonio Cromati to that contest. Antonio Cromati would score high. <laughs> he got 19 kids. has incredible sperm, <laughs> clearly, because he was able to have babies even though he cut everything off. All right. Well, Ray J went on the reel, and here's what he had to say. Princess and I were expecting. So congratulations to them. Yeah, salute to Ray J and Princess, man. Congrats. Now, Princess Love also went on Instagram and said, it's such a blessing from God to be able to carry our child. We kept this to ourselves until after the first trimester because it's bad luck to announce too early, but we're so proud to share this journey with you guys. Thank you for all of the love and prayers. Now, listen, nobody cares about the truth from the lies more entertaining. We congratulate them. But the lie that Brandy is the surrogate is way more entertaining. Oh, yeah. Monice uh, actually went on social media and said that Brandy is carrying their child. Amazing. Now, that's a good one to run with. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Let them celebrate their first child together. Of course. But nobody cares about the truth from the lies more entertaining. All yeah. right. Congratulations to Fergie. She got a new job. She's going to be hosting The Four on Fox. So we already told you about... Uh, who's actually going to be on that show. Khaled's on there. Diddy's on there. So the show is supposed to have a hip-hop influence. So that's going to premiere on Fox in January. So she signed on as the host for that. Okay. And congratulations to LL Cool J. He is a Harvard graduate. Really? Yes, he posted a picture. And he said, I completed the business of entertainment, media, and sports program at Harvard Business School. It was a life-altering experience. Learning is cool. And then he did hashtag dreams demand hustle. Hashtag dreams don't have deadlines. Let's go. So him and Swiss graduated from Harvard recently. Yes, they oh, both have. We'll drop on the clues bombs for LL Cool J and Swiss Y'all better than me. 
because I want me a college degree, but I'm not going back to school to get it, okay? I'm well, just, that sounds very lazy I'm of you. I'm just waiting for my honorary Swiss something. has time. And LL has time. I'm just waiting for my honorary something. Okay. <laughs> you need to go back to school and actually learn I'm that. I'm just waiting for my honorary something. And it's something. interesting the reason why Swiss said he did it. You know, just basically he was going into these big meetings and he felt like he just didn't have certain skills that he should have had. So he went to business school to obtain those skills so he could be in those rooms. Oh, Swiss. Closing stops. those deals. I understand what Swiss is saying, but Swiss was a legit businessman before that Harvard business. Yeah, but degree. you know what? You can always improve. And that is true. And there's nothing wrong with that. When right. I get my honorary degree, I'm going to act like I'm improved too. <laughs> we'll find some place that will give you one. Okay. All right. Now, congratulations to our girl, SZA. She is actually going to be on Saturday Night Live in December. I love SZA. And you know what's exciting? She's on with James Franco, too, so that's really dope. She's performing while James Franco is the host, which should be a really fun one to watch. That's happening December 9th. And then the next week, December 16th, Kevin Hart is going to be hosting. Oh, so that means Kevin will be by the Breakfast Club soon. He's, on, he's promoting Jumanji as well, so... Yes, and the Foo Fighters will be the musical guest, so that's a pretty good couple of weeks. December 2nd is going to be you 2 as the guest. I went to uh, an adult contemporary hip-hop concert last night, uh, my man Hov, okay, who's the pioneer of adult contemporary hip-hop, and he played SZA before he came on. Like, before Jay-Z set started, or the DJ did, I don't know who played but somebody was playing SZA. That's great. I mean, I, I thought that was dope, but I was like, that was random. That's a random choice before a Jay-Z show starts. I needed me. I think that was the song. Yeah. yeah. Love Galore? Yes, yes. Oh, I could see that. Man, yeah. I love SZA. So congratulations to her having all these great wins. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Yes. And right stupid, now, huh? hold on. Let me just, I just wanted to clear that out the way. All right. Rumors out the way. Now let's get ready for something really important. Talk to me. All right. Charlemagne is going to give somebody <gasps> donkey of the day today. Yes. Could it be somebody you know? Could it be you? Now, Could I don't it be know a coworker, a friend, a family member? I don't know if you know him, but his name is Wes Goodman. Uh, he needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. We're going to have a discussion about hypocrisy this morning, kids. Uh-oh. Yes. All right. Donkey of the day when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Yes. Now, donkey of the day for Tuesday, November 28th, goes to a Republican state legislator in Ohio named Wes Goodman. Now, Wes Goodman built a political career around values including committed natural marriage. Committed natural marriage. Wes Goodman built his whole political career on the notion that he ain't with the gay stuff. Okay. Oh, yes. He was a married, pro-family, anti-gay guy, according to the Washington Post. Goodman's website, which has since been taken down, highlighted his conservative Christian credentials. He emphasized his commitment to the fight for conservative principles like balanced budgets, lower taxes, repealing Obamacare, life, religious liberty, and committed natural marriage. Well, Wes Goodman resigned abruptly this week, ladies and gentlemen. He released a statement, and in the statement he said that he hasn't served his constituents in a way that reflects the best ideals of public service. Well, what did the anti-gay legislator Wes Goodman do? Huh? Huh? You want to guess? You want to guess? What did he do? Oh, y'all know what he did. Y'all just want me to spell it out for spell you. Spell it. So I will. H-E-I-S-G-A-Y. Okay? Let's go to NBC4 WCMH. No. <laughs> Let's go to NBC4 WCMH TV for the report, please. 
Setting aside the lurid details of Wes Goodman's personal life, what follows is the official account of how and why he was asked to resign. These alleged screen grabs provided to us by the House of Representatives are of supposed conversations between then-candidate Wes Goodman and another person. Those images kick-started concerns with the Speaker of the House, Cliff Rosenberger, before Goodman was elected. According to Mike Ditto, the House Chief of Staff, he was asked to talk to Goodman in May of 2016 about rumors the married Goodman was gay and lying about his sexuality. Goodman is a staunch conservative and an adversary to the LGBTQ community. Ditto says at that time Goodman was warned, we aren't here to pry into your personal life, but if you contact House staff inappropriately in any way or misuse your office, there will be consequences up to and including the speaker calling on you to resign. A few months later, the warning was acted upon. Equality Ohio, an advocate for the LGBTQ community, says Speaker Rosenberger did the right thing by seeking Goodman's resignation on evidence and not rumor and innuendo. Oh, yes. Wes Goodman was laying the wood man mm -mm. to a human being that was not a woman. Okay? <laughs> in fact... Oh, look at you! Um, okay. In fact, I see Dizzy Van Winkle. <laughs> shut up. In fact... <laughs> <laughs> In fact, on one significant occasion, okay, they said he even banged a young man in his state office, all right? There's nothing I despise more than a liar, all right? The only thing I despise more than a liar is a hypocrite. But the thing is, hypocrisy is a lie. Hypocrisy is the state of pretending to have beliefs, opinions, virtues, feelings, qualities, or standards that one does not actually have, okay? Hypocrisy involves the deception of others and is thus a lie. Wes Goodman is the poster boy for hypocrisy, okay? This is what it's going to have to come to in politics, people. They are just going to have to start letting people be who they are, all right? Who says you can't be a politician and be gay? Why are politicians being held to higher moral standards than regular, everyday citizens? At the end of the day, they are just people, okay? And a politician's flesh is no stronger than any other person's flesh, okay? Their flesh is just as weak as the rest of us. Wes Goodman's flesh is weak, and he likes his flesh young and tender. Okay, because according to the Washington Post, he fondled an 18-year-old college student mm -mm. while the college student was sleeping in a hotel room. Oh, yes, this yes. guy was fondling young boys and sleeping with men in his state office all while having messages Disgusting like this her. on his campaign website. He had messages like healthy, vibrant thriving, values-driven families are the source of Ohio's proud history and the key to Ohio's future greatness. The ideals of father and mother a committed natural marriage and a caring community are well worth pursuing and protecting. Needless to say, his campaign website has been removed. Okay, this guy, Wes Goodman, who before being elected as a state representative had been an aide to conservative and anti-LGBT rights congressman Jim Jordan, who was put into the Human Rights Campaign's Hall of Shame over his attempts to block marriage equality. Okay, so Wes Goodman, you don't think gay people should be married. You know why he doesn't think gay people should be married? He doesn't want them to be married because gay men getting married takes them off the market. And if they come off the market, how is Wes Goodman going to get a little rumpy rumpy? All right. Please. <laughs> I didn't tell him to press that. Okay, I don't know. I felt rehearsed. <laughs> please, please, please give Wes Goodman the sweet sounds of the Amatones, please. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Hit it again. I just want to know who butt sounds like that. All right? Because <laughs> if butt's out here getting that wet, man. <laughs>
Sounds like a detox. Might, might have to explore that option. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you for that donkey of the day, I guess. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Who's coming in next? I oh, my girls from Lip Service Lip are service. coming up next. Yes, that is Stephanie Santiago, Gigi McGuire, and Laurie. Yeah, Lip Service is my podcast, and we have our first live show tonight. So we're really excited about it. So I had to have the girls come up here and tell you themselves. Stephanie Santiago, I found out she's white. She found out she's... Yeah, I saw her posting on 60 Instagram. 60-something percent. 63% European. Yeah. She is a white woman. She can't use the N-word no more. <laughs> but we'll talk to them when they come back. The girls from Lip Service will be here. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is still on vacation. What Can accent it? was that? Montserrat. <laughs> <laughs> Angela got her squad in here. Hey. Yes, the lip service ladies hey. are here. Stephanie Santiago, Gigi Maguire, L'Oreal. L'Oreal. Stephanie just found out she's a white girl. I did. <laughs> you, no, that's white for real. You're 62% European. You're white, Stephanie. I that's know. White. I'm white as white. Did you know that beforehand? No, I mean, my grandmother always says that her grandfather is from Portugal and my father's father was from Spain. So I did know that. But I thought I had a little more African. Wow. So what does yeah. that mean now? Are you going to move different? No, no. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's just a, a, that was just a composition of a Puerto Rican person. You know, it's like European, Native American, African. That's crazy. Stephanie been appropriating Spanish culture all these years. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, you know, I'm happy about, you know, being, being white. Being white? <laughs> wow. Wow. Say it loud. She's white. She's proud. <laughs> you got to change your last name now, too. Something like Summers or... Summers. Smith. Smith. There you go. <laughs> Stephanie Smith. Stephanie Stevens. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. Stevens. So we are going to have our first ever live show, Lip Service Live, at the Highline Ballroom. And I'm excited. You know what's interesting is that um, Peter from Highline Ballroom told me they'd never had a woman's podcast. They do a lot of podcasts live there. So this is the first time they're doing a show of all women. And I always have felt like lip service is very empowering. So Definitely I want you ladies empowering. to talk about why that is. Because some people look at it and be like, oh, it's just girls talking about sex. But that's not really all that it is. I feel like in like today and age, you know, when you got a lot of girls out here that just got their booty on Instagram and all that and people are looking at them like, oh, well, this is all our girls is doing nowadays. It's like, nah, we're, I feel like we're actually being a voice and making a lot of women comfortable with talking about their sexuality. Like, um, when the Gabrielle Union story hit and she was saying, like, you know, she eats ass. Eats ass we talk right? about eating ass in every episode. And nobody ever, I guess it's the way you <laughs> come across and say it, because nobody ever really be like, ah, them nasty ass. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They well, might. they might, they yeah. might, but I think we make it a little bit more acceptable because it's like we break it down. Like, well, yeah. this is what happened, and this is what put me in this position. Scoot the gooch, yeah, yeah, scoot the gooch. Well, it's, up a little it's bit. It's not the women that ever get the bad rap when it comes to eating ass. It's the guy. It's like, oh, that's gay. You let a girl eat your ass. No, it's both. I think it's the women too. Because look at her. her. Look at her. They 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 making fun of her, her crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's just a grown thing to do. Like, if you don't do it cool <laughs> to each his own, but grown. some grown people do that. Like, some young people do that. 
that. Some young people do that. I eat ass, and I ain't gonna. That's what I'm talking about. And I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna stop you if you eat my. I was about to say, do you get your ass ate though? You know, it's very rare. I ain't gonna stop you. We we bring up that topic a lot on lip service, and it's very rare that we get our young black men to admit that they like it, even though we know they do. Right. Why do you think that is? I ain't gonna stop you. The same reason what Charlamagne just said, because everybody always associates it with being homosexual. So let's break down some of these myths about men. Very rare do the guys admit it, but they like it. Very rare do they turn it down when you're talking about it. That's great insurance, though. A girl can never talk about you when she eats your ass. That's a fact. Anything she say to you, you can be like, but so what, you ate my ass, though. But you can't talk about her either, because at the end of the day, you could be like, I had you doing a dead roach. Yeah. What the hell is a dead roach? when you lay those in your own feet. <laughs> I might have ate your ass, but you was holding your own feet while I did it. All right, now let's talk about some of these other myths about men, because obviously we've all had our dealings with mm-hmm. with our men. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of things that guys outwardly act like they don't do, they're not into. They try to put up this tough exterior. But we know in real life, behind closed doors, it's not really like that at all. At all. Mm-hmm. Men, I feel like when it comes to sexes, they, I feel like nowadays we have become the aggressors. I know with me, like, I'll be quick to be like, all right, I'm ready to have sex. And I will. You get what I'm saying? Uh, Guys, okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have you seen all of these sexual assault allegations and sexual harassment going on? Yes, I'm not a man trying to be aggressive. It's okay. What do you mean? If it's your boyfriend, shut up. Nah, bro, bro. You never know. He sexually assaulted me. It's a thin line between consent and what what, what is it nowadays? So guys are being cautious. So you don't make Mm. the first move anymore with your wife? (laughs) <laughs> no, I still ask for permission. <laughs> I still and you ask for permission. You never, you never you know. A non-disclosure <laughs> agreement. But that's why it has changed with guys, though. Guys don't want to be the aggressor anymore because of all of these sexual assault, sexual harassment allegations. You find that's true? No, I don't find that true. <laughs> no, yeah. I, don't I feel think like that's true. I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm aggressive, but I like to, I like to be, you know, pursued. So I'm not. I'm like waiting for my man to be like, oh, come on, let's go. Yeah, but you're a white girl. You're a freak. So I don't even. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really into waiting. When I'm ready, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to pull it out. Wow. So you, without asking for consent? <laughs> no. Wow. And guess what? He's not going to stop me. Wow. So Gigi out here sexually assaulting people. Sexually assaulting people. people. <laughs> so what if I'm going to register myself as a sex What if he said no? <laughs> what if he said no, Gigi? That's a great question. Who says, what if, no. Who says no to what, you what mean? man? What man is really going to let me pull their penis out of their pants and attempt to put it? I'm traumatized in that moment. I may be in shock. What if I say no though? You gonna keep going? Yep. Wow. <laughs> she wow. Going right here doing <laughs> See what women can admit to, but men can't. Right. Shut up. Wow. Take his mouth. Wow. Take his mouth. <laughs> you see what women can admit to that men can't. But there is right. a fine line though. You have to admit, like, look, Stephanie. There's a lot of things that you like in the bedroom, and I guess all three of y'all. You guys like being Here you go, throwing us under the bus. Here you go. I'm interviewing y'all. Okay, <laughs> you're right. I like we Stephanie's get you back, about, are you going to say the word? Getting punched in the ribs. That wasn't my, she what? said it wasn't I her. Thought she said no, it, it wasn't her. It wasn't me. It was my, it was my brother. Uh, my best friend. Yeah, if you listen to the episode, you can hear that. Your brother okay, had sex okay, with your best okay. friend? Yeah, like my brother your... slayed a couple of my friends. Maybe. That's how it should be. Peace. You're a great sister. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, but, but that's the point, right? Like having a friends and a brother, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever get nervous? Like, I don't want to take it too far if we're getting rough in the bedroom. Like, have you ever had a guy be like, is this okay? Or does he just go for it? 
Yes. Guys are nervous nowadays. They don't even want to pull hair because everybody has fake hair. So they don't want to pull hair. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to pull your hair. They, yeah, they, they like definitely, they definitely ask permission you. can I pull your hair. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How do you force it, a man to slap you? You got to like grab <laughs> and be like, oh. Put his hand on your hair. No, 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 Not in this era. Nope, 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 nope. And they still like, oh, 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 okay. I feel like if you People ask for permission, you. then that's just like, that's whack. No, that you just got to do it. Yeah. Grab me up or do whatever you're going to do. But don't be like, hey, is it okay if I choke you a little bit? I'm going to be like, no, because you just ruined it. Like, well, that don't sound you know, right in the court yeah. of law. You grab That's my hand, it. slap, made me slap you. Then if you press charges on me later, the judge is like, did you slap her? Yes, but she she made me do it. Like, what? That doesn't even sound right. You're going to jail. I mean. I don't know. <laughs> see? See how white girls know. get you caught up? I'm telling right. All right, we got more with Gigi Maguire, Stephanie Columbus, and L'Oreal from Lip Service coming up next on The Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. We have Gigi Maguire, Stephanie Santiago, and L'Oreal from Lip Service in the building. Now, ye? But now we were talking about empowerment. Right. And how lip service is empowering, because I always felt lip like service. we do need this uh, place where we can talk like some people feel like it's so taboo for women to talk about sex. And every woman that, wants to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. They right. just don't have it in them to bring it out of their mouths. So they don't talk about it, but they enjoy hearing us talk about it. And I have a lot of people that tell me like they would love to join in on the conversation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they like speak as if they're engaging in the conversation with us while listening and I think one thing that makes our show very empowering is the advice that mm-hmm. we give. We give a lot of advice. Right. I get a lot of people in my DMs and in the comments saying like, oh, I tried this move you talked about or, oh, you know, uh-huh. I decided. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm in or, jail. Oh, <laughs> or, oh, I did. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He told me to stop, but I kept Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they'll say like, you know, you know, I took this advice that you guys gave me or, you know, I had a similar situation to something you guys talked about and mm-hmm. I used what you got, you know, and it worked and, you know, and I think that um, it's cool. You know? It's good to hear real women talk about real life situations and mm-hmm. things that we go through because you can learn a lot. And from men, you can learn a lot, too, by you listening to Lip Service. You going through but the same exactly, type of situation that we speak about. But that's exactly what I feel like Lip Service is. It's an ear on a real conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Between women. Right. Because uh, sometimes you're embarrassed, maybe, to ask your friends mm-hmm. certain things. About sex. And I feel like, I mean, not us, of course. No. But I feel like if you were one of those people that was like, damn, I don't, I don't want to talk to nobody about this or that. I feel like, really, if you listen in on Lip Service, we pretty much cover everything. Everything. Something several times. Mm -hmm. How did y'all men feel about this, though? Like, when y'all men hear y'all on these podcasts talking crazy, revealing y'all secrets? I'm single. Mm -hmm. I'm single, too. My boyfriend doesn't listen you to it. You single, Stephanie? My, my, um, the guy I'm dating doesn't listen to it either. He probably does secretly. Yeah, but I've had, um, you know, the person I'm with now, I've only been with him for a year. We've been doing the show for a couple years now, mm-hmm. so in previous relationships, I don't have any issues with it now because I don't really feel like I got into detail about anything, but in the beginning of the show, I used to just speak all my business, mm-hmm. so it... it did cause me problems. It did? Yeah. See, I sure. think that a guy has for to sure. understand when you do this, because I did lip service back when I was at Sirius, too, and my boyfriend would always hit me up and be like, oh, I heard what you said about this and that. Right. But I'm also like, well, I've been doing this, so, I mean, I, either don't listen if you have a problem with it, or listen and learn. I'm not going to lie. I've had exes, like, ex-boyfriends hit me up like, 
damn, you just gonna tell our business on it? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, no, they don't know I'm talking about you. Yeah, they, exactly, that's what I always say. I'm like, I ain't say your name. Like, you mm-hmm. good? Like, and he's like, everybody knows you're talking about me. I'm like, you're just being paranoid. Up. Especially when y'all I talking mean, about stuff like butt play. I definitely know. <laughs> when I when I was in a relationship, there was definitely some things that I said that was an issue within my relationship. How long ago was you in a relationship, G? <laughs> We've been separated um, and not together for well over a year now. Really? Mm-hmm. Charlamagne, drink your drink. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's been over a year. Yikes. You feel like how you could talk changed when you broke up? Yes. Because I don't have anybody to answer to now. It is hard. I'm going to say, one of the main things that hurts people when, when they do like stuff like this is worrying about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I feel like at a certain point, we all worry about what people think, whether it's your boyfriend, whether it's people who are listening to the show, because people do judge. They one do judge. One thing on a personal level with me, and you guys know this about me because in real life, we are real friends, but it, it, it doesn't, it takes a lot for me to get embarrassed, mm-hmm. you know, or nervous. Like, I'm very open and honest, and um, I like to share my experiences and, you know, my mind with people. I like to engage in conversation with people. So I talk freely because, I, not that I don't care, but I don't care. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, it, there's a lot that I share, and, you know, there's a lot that people, close friends and family, like, oh, you told her, you said, but so? I mean, it happened. It's right. real life. And now again, they, you never know who's going through or who's interested in or who, who it can needs help. advice or who it can help what you talk about. I've never seen you being embarrassed, G. Ever. Never, yeah. I don't I've never seen you nervous either. I mean, I was a stripper for most of my adult life. I danced nude for strangers. Not just a like, stripper. You were the stripper. Okay. Come on now. Let's be, let's be clear <laughs> on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you, you was the top, top, top tier. Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, if you can dance naked in front of strangers for a decade, like, what, uh, what can embarrass you? Mm-hmm. Why do you think the stripper game fell off, Gigi? Social media. Really? Mm-hmm. What you mean? Like, exposing it too much? People are used to seeing People naked women now? People themselves too much on right. social media. So mm-hmm. nobody wants to pay for what they can get for free. That's, mm-hmm. That's you know? true. And the rappers and the ball players who were blessing us with the $10,000 nights they woke up and realized that they're throwing their money away, literally. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to do it anymore. Well, but what you know? about the bartenders? People say that it's like bartenders versus See, strippers. that's a New York thing. Mm-hmm. And I never danced in New York. Okay. Because um, in Atlanta, you getting butt naked. Here, yes. they're not, you're not getting naked. So you, yeah, I don't even follow any of that. Yeah, the strippers like, don't even I feel like, here. you know, everything just gets old, you know? Like, you, everything gets tired. You have to evolve, and that's just something that didn't evolve like it evolved into a bar a stripper to a bartender that's and, a and that's stripper, new york but, but a bartender in the south and in, in miami and houston and, and dallas and like, atlanta it's old it's tired already like people are so tired like, it definitely evolved down south because y'all was doing tricks and mm-hmm. wearing that's costumes better. like it was actual show no, but yeah south, we were definitely like putting the strip on clubs in down south are still lit no they are no that's what i just said yeah, yeah. new york turned into this whole stripper yeah, versus bartender like fiasco, but in, in, in Miami <laughs> and Houston and Dallas and Atlanta and the Carolinas, you know, strip is still strip. Yeah, yeah, now, mm-hmm. it's not as popping as it was in the Young Jeezy and the, you know, those oh, days. Man. BMF you know, days. The BMF days. Crazy. The 2003 to 2008, you know, it's not the same as it was then. But, you know, I was just in Atlanta a couple months ago, and it's still popping. Well, and yeah. we went to Magic City, and Absolutely. it was lit in there. Yeah. Like, me and Kinda Gigi lit. was in there, and mm-hmm. Cuddy. And it was crazy. But it's not like that in New York. Well, I think what y'all do is good, because I'm all for uh, equality. So right. if men can talk nasty and say what they want, women should be able to, too. I agree. And why is yes. sex nasty? 
That's not amazing. Good. Yeah. He's not talking nasty. Like a good nasty. Yeah, it's a good nasty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nasty. Doing the nasty. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know, we nasty. learn a lot about these artists that you wouldn't really hear anywhere else. So I think that's important, too. Right. It's kind of fun. They get to really show their personality and have fun. I'm sorry. Those D.L. Hughley stories that we heard yeah. about him getting crabs and... Oh, man. Damn, why you had to bring that up? Because that, that, I couldn't believe it. It was just so much stories. That <laughs> no, he was... but he sent his uncle to get the medicine for it. Yeah. <laughs> but what about uh, and the um, comedian that had the girl tied to the bed unconscious right and he called him in like y'all really have to listen to some of these episodes because these people are revealing they stories share a lot. with us yeah, yeah. That i think funny is that young joe talked about how he was having sex oh. with a girl and then his girlfriend was coming over and he forgot to take the he condom still had off. a condom on so uh she had he had on a used condom when his oh, girlfriend was girlfriend down with a whole Drew condom on. One that's of my disgusting that's so <laughs> do y'all get contracts from sheiks in dubai no, <laughs> no. Nobody ever hit y'all on the DM you like you want to come nah. to Dubai. You know, that trip is so taboo. I don't have no interest Me either. at all in going to Dubai. Like mm-hmm. not unless I'm with my husband married. Social so, media so, ruining I don't want to go to Dubai. No interest. So all what of you're that saying Abu Dhabi, is Middle Eastern, nope. those countries are beautiful, but I'm happy. So when you see it. somebody in Dubai who's been crying broke. Nine times out of ten. He's talking about Tyrese. <laughs> Nine times out of ten. Yeah, we do say that is the myth. You know what yeah. I mean? That you go over there to get shit on and get a couple dollars. Boom. Wow. That is the myth. I'm it's... not saying Tyrese did it. I don't know his situation. He's with his wife. I mean, she could be doing it too. Double the pleasure, Listen, double the fun. They might be getting that, that supposed Will Smith check if they over there doing it like that. Who knows? Well, Will, Will, they, that, that was already a, called a rumor. That wasn't true. Jay didn't probably send him the That's check. I'm saying he might be getting it from a sheet. He didn't put his oh, wife on. Oh, yeah, since Will didn't do Y'all it. Y'all gonna stop talking Got about you. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. See, that's why women are smarter than guys right there. I didn't put that together. All right, well, Lip Service <laughs> Live is going down, actually, at Highline Ballroom tonight. Yeah, yes. Yes. today. So it's if you guys want to come, make sure y'all come through. We're going to have a good time. We have some really, really fun special guests coming through. It's going to be very educational because we have a, a nice wide variety of people. And, of course, T.I. and Hustle Gang will be in the building as well. And shout out to Killer Touch. He's going to be DJing. Okay, Killer. That's uh, Stephanie Columbus, Gigi Maguire, <laughs> and L'Oreal. We're going to get Charlamagne a <laughs> ring, too. Oh, yes. No, I'm cool on and that. And then you got to let us know how it was. I'm girthy. Oh, so you can't fit it. No. Nope. We're going to find an extra I ain't got larger. no length, but I got some girth. <laughs> I got a Pringles can. So maybe you could put it the other way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is on vacation, and Grammy nominations are in. That's right, Jay-Z. Well, could you wait and oh, let sorry, your I'm intro excited. play? Okay, Jesus sorry. Christ. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. All right, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, and Bruno Mars lead the 2018 Grammy nominations. Now, Jay-Z was nominated for eight in total, and that includes in all three major categories, Album of the Year, Record of the Year, and Song of the Year. Bruno Mars had six nominations. Kendrick Lamar had seven nominations. Well, Jay-Z 444 is adult contemporary hip-hop. That is absolutely my favorite album of the year, and it's not even close. Drop one of the clues, Bombs of Hove, went to his concert last night. So very well-deserving. All right, now let's talk about the other nominations. Record of the Year. Let's see who you give it to. It's uh, Redbone, Childish Gambino, Despacito, The Story of O.J., Humble, or 24 Karat Magic. Story of O.J. (laughs) For Record of the Year? For me? You're asking my opinion. Now, what do I think is going to win? 24 Karat Gold by Bruno Mars. It's Magic? Yes. (laughs) 24 Karat Magic. What's the name of the song? (laughs) 
Well, that other's going to win that category. Okay. Yeah. All right. Could be Despacito. That was a huge song, What's too. Sing it for me. I don't know that one. What's that one? I'm not going to sing the worst. How'd it go? Sing it. Somebody <laughs> sing it for me. Seriously. Come on. Refresh Uncle Charlotte's memory. All right. Man. Album of the year. Awaken My Love. That's Childish Gambino. 444. Damn. Melodrama from Lord or 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. I just told y'all Jay-Z That's 444 album of the year. was my favorite album of the year. So I'm going for 444 to win that category. Oh, I like Damn. Kendrick Lamar, too. Damn was cool. And Bruno Mars' album was, was popping, too. Bruno Mars' album was dope. All right. Well, anyway. Get to that just, rap album of the year, please. Hold on. Best new artist. Alessia Cara, Khali, Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels, or SZA? SZA. I'm giving that to SZA. Lil Uzi Vert was popping, too, though. What's that? But, you said what song was it? Song, what song? Is this for best new artist. Oh, best new artist. I do like Lil Uzi. After I saw Lil Uzi perform at Powerhouse, I like Lil I like Uzi. SZA, but I'm giving though. that to SZA. I like SZA. All right. Best rap album. Come on. Let's get to it. Because this is... I like this. All right. Tyler, the creator. Flower Boy. Decent album. Liked it. Migos, Culture. Liked it. Kendrick Lamar, Damn. Liked it. Jay-Z, 444. Loved it. Favorite Rhapsody, rap album of the year. Layla's Wisdom. Second favorite album of the year. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Rhapsody. Damn it. The Carolina's own. Layla's Wisdom. Salute the Knife Wonder. Salute the Young Guru. That's huge. Now, if you ask me who should win Best Rap Album of the Year. But I didn't. Oh. No, okay, who should win Best Rap? <laughs> Rhapsody for Layla's Wisdom. Okay, but you said it was your second favorite. Yes, but I think she should win Best Rap Album, and I think Jay-Z should win Album of the Year for 444. Oh, so you're just div- divvying it up based on... Yes. You get this, that rap- you get Listen, that. Listen, man, that Rhapsody album is really, really dope. I've been telling y'all that for the That's longest. That's a tough category right there. It's really not. No, it is. That is a tough category, Best Rap Album, because those are some great albums. It's some good albums. It's some. It's, it's two great albums in there Can't and three Lamar's good Damn ones. was really good. I like them, man. I, I just think, I, did, I didn't I didn't I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at them, but I didn't feel I don't feel like Dan was about anything the way that his other Damn, two albums really? were. Yeah. I love like I think the Pimple Butterflies <laughs> is the best album to me personally. Dan I, was good, but it just didn't feel like it didn't feel like a Kendrick Lamar moment like his other albums. All right, well, do. I'm sure there'll be a lot of discussions about this in the upcoming days. And by the way, Little Wayne has confirmed Dedication 6 is coming soon. He posted, Happy Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful for all my fans for standing by me while I'm enduring this fight with this label. I ain't ish without y'all. D6 is coming y'all way soon. Thank you. So, Are people waiting on that? Yeah, there's some hardcore Little Wayne fans. And a lot of people want to see him come back out and do something. He's been having so many issues with the label and the drama. I'm sure it's different. He can't put out no music at all? Uh, I mean, I don't know how that works. Maybe he's not getting the money from it. Maybe Listen, he's been stifled. Birdman's not letting him. He has All a deal. I know is Rhapsody is nominated for a Grammy for Best Rap Album. Drop on the clues bomb for Rhapsody. I, that album is amazing. All right. Well, congratulations to all of the nominees. Congratulations to Rhapsody. Congratulations to SZA. To Jay-Z, Bruno Mars, everybody that got nominated. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. What are the chances Rhapsody wins for Best Rap Album, though? I you think mean, she got a good be, opportunity? I think that she, I, I think, I, I want to know who on the Grammy committee was paying attention and was in that in tune with the culture to know that Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom, is absolutely, was absolutely should have been nominated for uh, Best Rap Album. Congratulations, congratulations to her, man. Seriously. All right. Uh, Thank what? you. That's your rumor report. Now, DJ Envy. Oh. Oh, say goodbye to Revolt. Bye, Revolt. Were they leaving us for good? <laughs>
It's over? Yeah, it's over. Damn, I told you I put the French vanilla to rock in the background. Uh-huh. Did it, oh, it's back there, see? Yeah, there it is. Oh, All you right. mean just over for the day? Yes, say oh, goodbye to everybody okay. watching on Revolt. Thank you, Revolt. Thank and you for watching. And let's get Peace. ready for DJ Envy's mix, okay? He wouldn't let me do the Yee mix, so now we have a mix from DJ Envy while he's on vacation. Is he going to pay homage and to Trey Songz? Yes, happy Trey birthday Songz, to Trey day. Songz. What about Styles happy P? Happy birthday to Styles P. Today's Styles P born day. Is Envy going to play That's any of those partner, records? That's my partner in Juices for Life, Brooklyn. So shout out to Styles P. Okay, just got word that Envy left to Trey Song's mix, but not one Styles P record was played. Styles, I want you to remember that. That's our partner. I want you to remember that. It's The Breakfast Club.